listening to the Pharmacy Podcast Network. Welcome to the Sports Pharmacy Podcast. My name is Dr. H and I am your host. I am a wellness pharmacist, pharmacy owner, and certified sports nutritionist. Join me while we discuss a wide range of topics ranging from health and wellness, sports, and even some small business secrets. Feel free to join our Discord for more interactions with me and other fellow listeners. Now let's get into the show. Sports Pharmacy Podcast here. Dr. H, your host. I have the distinct pleasure of having a, I'm going to call you my friend and my neighbor because you're right down the street, about 30 miles right. away from us here. And I have Jeff Gee from Pioneer Rx. How are you, Jeff? Woo, doing great. Glad um, to be here. I appreciate you coming on, man. Tell us a little bit about yourself, Jeff. Hopefully that's not April 1st. It's going to be April 1st. I'm, gonna, I'm just kidding. No, I'll be like mid to April. 420? No, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> I don't know. I looked, my wife the other day was telling me something. I remember what she's telling me. She was like, oh, we have this. I want you to do this and this on Saturday. And so I looked at it. It was like April 1st. And I was like, are you kidding? She was like, I got evil. I don't you realize April 1st. I got this really evil there. That's funny. That's was like, no, this yeah. is what we should do. I'm like. Uh, it was april 1st i'm just keeping it light of course yeah of course i don't know if it's anything like my wife loves playing jokes on me man she likes scaring me jumping around corners at me and april Thanks, 1st sir. okay yeah, that'll she, get your blood going that that's definitely that, a way to do it man and that, that's one thing instead of call of duty yeah no call of duty is always gonna be number one forever all that huh all the time man it's I built the i built like here my studio it's designed for podcasting and call of duty that's really it Interesting. Yeah. So how long of Call of Duty do you have to do to get pumped up? Usually it takes probably about, I would say, two resurgence games. So there's a, the game mode is Battle Royale where you jump in and the last one alive wins, basically. So you usually have a teammate. So a buddy of mine, his name is Evan, we get on every morning at 6.30 every morning. And this is after I go to the, so I go to the gym in the morning, come home, play some Call of Duty, and then go to work. 6.30 to 8 o'clock is our Call of Duty time. And... That's the best time to get the anger out, the best time to get the, just get the energy up for the rest of the day, man. That's about an hour and a half is perfect for me. Super so those y'all, I guess they know that you're a pharmacist, right? My, uh, my clients, my, my actual username on there is PharmDs. So, so you guys, you haven't tried his pharmacy. You really need to go. Cause he's all call of duty. And he's like, disease. <laughs> yeah. We're going to get rid of that. We're going to diabetes. We're going to snipe gonna it away. We're going to snipe gonna it out. Diet. We're going to, we're going to, yeah, we're going to sniper that right out. We're going to bring out the right gun. Let me go back here and look and see all the one. Yeah, okay. Here we got. This is the right weapon for what you got going on. That's, that's what we do, man. That's a wellness pharmacy for you. That's up it. for that every day? Yeah, of course. And I hire people based off of their – I like to hire people based off of their personality, but people that, that bring something different to the table. So my technician, my compounding tech is a gamer, but he plays a lot of more like the fantasy games. So he's got like a vivid imagination and is able to – come up with new intuitive ways to making things and it's really cool to see the way that they think man yeah see i always get on these and right away i like feel not important <laughs> i get pumped up with you i, I said like, let's talk okay. about you man <laughs> not even it's a guitar yes. getting pumped up with some kind of fancy machine gun and i'm like okay jeff key pioneer rx jeff tell us a little about yourself man we're having fun what's a little bit you're supposed to ask the questions <laughs> this guy's killing me man <laughs> oh my goodness it's like jeff key Talk for 30 minutes. <laughs> please, please get the attention off of me. I'm uncomfortable, man. Why are you uncomfortable? No, I'm just kidding, man. I'm just kidding. I love attention. If you knew anything about me, I have an ego that needs to be stroked. Blue and orange, those are pioneer colors. Did you know that? Oh, it is, isn't it? That is true. That is. I think I wore that on purpose. Who knew, I think right? there's a messaging 
talking to you about changes you need to make in your life. Yep. And full disclosure, Jeff knows this. We are a Liberty Pharmacy. And I don't know if he's technically here to convince me or to record my podcast. I'm not sure. I'm not here. <laughs> if you looked at the product, it could convince you. I'm sure. Today. No, I've seen it, man. We'll just have fun and talk about maybe come up with something that might entertain pharmacists somewhere. And I've seen Pioneer. Like I saw it at PDS. I think y'all had a big had a big booth there, I believe. Am I wrong? Yes, we would have big yeah, booths. Yeah, big and, booths. And it was cool. The software was really cool. I uh, got big booths and I do not care. <laughs> this guy, man. <laughs> Jeff, where are you from again? Originally? <laughs> where am I from? Mostly Louisiana. Yeah. Spent most of my life in Northwest Louisiana. Mm -hmm. And uh, got out of college. Tried to come to Texas. Mm -hmm. Got married. Tried to come back to Texas. Spent about four years in Houston. And then when our kids were young, we were like, yeah, we really want our kids and our grandparents, yeah. not just know that they have grandparents. Mm -hmm. And so we moved back to Northwest Louisiana. When we empty nested, when my son went off to college, the last child was like, go back. Yeah. So we got back as soon as we could. Nice. So. And now Pioneer RX headquarters is down in Las Colinas and Irving. How many pharmacies are on your platform? About almost 6,000. 6,000, man. I guess we got to make that 6,001, huh? That's right. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. What, and uh, we spoke a lot last time. And one thing that we spoke, uh, I think it was what, like at the beginning of the end of the year. And one thing that uh, really stuck with me with what you mentioned is just how important it is to keep independent pharmacies on the right path and providing their excellent service with your, with some of your products. So with your pharmacy software, one of my favorite things that I saw in the demo was the compounding aspect. As you know, our pharmacy, we're about 90% compound scripts. That's one thing that we push. Nice. And our pharmacy software has recently started pushing into the compounding space. Obviously, there's always going to be problems at the beginning, but what is what are some of the favorite features that you have at Pioneer RX? Wow. <clears throat> so lots and lots to do with Pioneer. And one of the things you just, to back up, you think about a philosophy, right? And a philosophy is that things should be in the pharmacy system workflow. Uh, you know, when we got in the business, and even still, if you go into the big chain business, You'll see pharmacy systems were designed for, you know, something kind of outside of the norm. You got to buy an add-on. Yep. You want to do the early part of MedSync. You want to do MedSync, go buy X product over here. You want to do this, go buy X product over here. And we looked at that and we said, if I'm a jet fighter pilot and I'm opening up, I've got my targeting here on this device and I'm going to pick up other device for this, I'm dead. Right. You got to have everything right there in your peripheral. They stick things in your helmet to make it even better. So you can look around and you're still seeing it. And so we really believe that everything should be in the workflow. Mm. When we came into the market, pre and post edits were through your switch. You got a message back that said that you were cash limited or ba basis limited or something like that. It came back in your, in the response from the claim as a reject. Place after place, we'd go in and the text would go, oh, I know how to fix that problem. We just put in all zeros in the the field right here and click go. Oh, yeah, I remember that. No, you didn't fix the problem. Yeah, you just bypassed it. So we built those into the pharmacy system so you could decide where that was handled, mm. uh, so that you could put permissions on it to be handled. We did all those analysis there, and we took what was being paid five cents a script for to zero. We didn't charge for it. And that kind of kicked off. When MedSync came out, we built it in the workflow pharmacy system. Mm -hmm. And today, a matter of fact, for patients, who don't want to be called on MedSync, the pharmacy system will actually text them and say, hey, we're starting your scripts. Nice. Here's what we show you get every month. Check off anything you don't want. Next screen. 
hey, here's some things you get periodically, like your emergency inhaler and something like that. Check off what you want. Next one, hey, here's some OTCs the pharmacist recommends for you and why. Check off any ones you want. Next, have you been to the doctor? Are you changed your medication next? Next, done. It comes right in the pharmacy system. So that kind of how do I enable efficiency so that I can do these things I want to do, right? How you enable efficiency to do vaccinations, how you do things like that. And everybody's sitting around today going, what? COVID was okay. We managed yep. to stay profitable. But what are we going to do next? Exactly. That's a right. big challenge right now. And one of the big things of Pioneer is we built a thing called Care Goals, which enable Care Goal is a series of actions. And each action can do things. It can send a text message to a patient. It can pop up at the point of sale and say, stop and have the pharmacist do blank. And mm. so you can configure this type of workflow to operationalize. If you're the only guy in the pharmacy, it doesn't matter. Right. But if you got people working for you, operationalizing it where they remember, where they do right, where you know what happened, you can say what happened. That's the only way you can do things to move things in the next step. And so what things you might you be doing today? Expanding your compounds. Great idea. We talked to a group the other day. They're actually com working with a group that's compounding Wagovia. Not Wagovia, but the whatever the basic. The, Semaglutide. Yeah, because there's a shortage, mm -hmm. you're actually allowed to com compound that today. Right. So yeah. they're compounding that with a really good cash business. They can offer a good price. Now, mm -hmm. at some point, it'll be available. You won't be a compound anymore. But today, you can compound it. Mm -hmm. Whether you're trying to push a vaccination program. Now, people are tired of shots but yeah. they still need Shingrit shots. They still need pneumococcal. There's still things that they need. They still have to get their flu shot. And how you talk to patients about that, how you, through these care goals, people have expanded their vaccination programs by four or five, six fold. So all kinds of stuff like I, that. And I think a lot of patients, they like, we, when we want to talk to them and introduce them some of the cool things that pharmacies can do, I think that's a really big opportunity because most of the time, one thing that I saw the transition between CVS to the independent world is showing them the differences that independent pharmacies can offer. And if there's a pharmacy software to help bolster that goals, that's a huge help. One of the big things that that we were working on is our uh, is our pharmacogenomics, right? And okay. we're able to to text patients directly from our pharmacy software. And I'm hired RX, I'm sure does the same thing and encourage our, these sorts of things and getting the okay for the patient to be able to text them. So that's really they, cool. Can they, text, can they text you back? They can text me back. They can. Cool. Yeah. How sorry. Man, sorry, man. How long have you had that? Couple, it's been about two years now, I think. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. 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 We, it used to be a lot more finicky. And I think the phone number that they're texting is different than the actual pharmacy's number, which is, which is what it is. Which is, is it good or bad? Just think about, you know, it, yeah. it's one of those. So a phone number can get messed up. Mm -hmm. So... You could have a phone number that started to get a bunch of spamming on it or something like that. Right. So there's a lot of value in the pharmacy to having a phone number that you can burn. Yeah. A burner, as I call it. So not making it your main line phone yeah. number. Yeah. But there are a lot of pharmacy systems that don't have bi-directional messages yes. in the pharmacy. So and that's HIPAA protected as well because it is, it is technically HIPAA information that you're sending back and forth. We try to limit any sort of medication talk through there. Just like, hey, you have X amount of prescriptions due for refill. This is what... And if you want to get sent, we'll send it to you. And if there's you any questions. Do, you can't do secure messaging through there? I don't know. Uh, don't Jeff, know. what is this, man? You're trying to push me again. No, and really that's a way. Not really trying to push <laughs> there are, a matter of fact, there, there are pharmacy systems that kind of do that the way that everything is secure. And really basically what that does is text the patient and says, hey, you have a secure message from the pharmacy, click here. 
Okay. And in our system, whenever you want something secure, you just check a box and you say, Hey, this is going secure. And oh. so instead of the message you type, it says the patient, Hey, you have a secure message from the pharmacy. They click a button, they put in their last name and their date of birth. Oh. And then they're talking in a chat. Okay. Just you as if you're like, if you used our mobile app, uh -huh. if the patient used our mobile app, like I got mine right now, that's how I always talk to the pharmacy. Message them and say, hey, do you have the shingrit shot ready? I'm going to come this afternoon and get in. They just message me back and forth. I don't have to make a call. Okay. <clears throat> so it uses that same technology. Our messaging, all the pharmacy does is type, and it figures out whether they're on the mobile app and message them directly and securely or whether it sends a text message. And then you can, when you hit the chat box, it does a web-based version of basically the mobile app. Got it. Got it. Uh, okay. Okay. That makes sense. As, as long as they verify their information. Are patients able to get their profile through your app as well? Oh, wow. Yeah, so absolutely. Can... Matter of fact, not only can they see their profile, so <clears throat> very interesting thing. I had a, a prescription sent over for a little bit of motion sickness. And so I, uh, I use patches, like I go to amusement mm -hmm. park or scuba diving or something. And I opened up the app. And of course, at the right end of the opening home screen of the app says, we've gotten your prescriptions and they're being processed. Wow. Right? So I didn't have to message the pharmacy and say, Hey, did you get my script from the doctor yet? Interesting. Et cetera. And then you can go over and when you're looking at your profile, it'll actually tell you this, what steps it in. Hey, mm. it's been received. It's in data entry. It's in quality yeah. and it's ready to be picked up. Interesting. Okay. Now they, I don't know if they knew I was going to pick it up or not. So I messed, it stayed in data entry for a while. So I messaged them and said, Hey, is this ready? And they said, Oh, getting ready right now. Yeah, now it's ready. <laughs> and the pharmacist checked it. Okay. That's probably, I don't think anybody's doing that today with kind of the pizza tracker of where's my script in the process. That's really cool. So if the patient actually has to get, it's called Pioneer RX and they just like connect it's to a, the pharmacy. The app is called RX local, uh -huh. which kind of pushes that buy local concept. Yeah. I like that. And they just download, you put a link on your website. You say, Hey, download our mobile app, RX local mm -hmm. early in the app days. The first piece of apps was vanity. I just mm -hmm. want my name in the store. Of course. But Apple has made that so hard. And because of the bad guys, mm -hmm. there were guys out there who would take their app and name it 100 different things in the store in order to try to get more people to download their app. Yep, yep. These had add on fees and they call that spam. That's app spam. Oh, if it's the exact same app with different names. Uh -huh. And so Apple's super resistant, make it super hard to put the exact same app in the store with different names. How is building like an OTC store within Pioneer RX? Is that something that's separate or is that with the, with the whole software? We don't really have a way to do that today. We're working with a company. There are several people who do that websites. We have lots of our customers who do that today. There are some people who are using what's the product by Google where you scan the Google has a little product. Yeah, that's what we use. I don't your products in the pharmacy yeah. and that puts it on there. Yeah. It's a picture um, of a little bird. We're also working with a company to build a new thing for pioneer users. Mm -hmm. To be honestly, here's the deal with independent pharmacy today. I don't believe that somebody's going to go online and buy vitamins from your independent pharmacy. Yep. Independent pharmacy wants to sell things online. They need to think niche. They mm -hmm. need to think about what makes me unique, right? They need to be selling hill country honey or something that's a regional, a local product or something that's niche that, that is, why is this better than what I'm going to get from the guy with the A to Z? Yeah. Amazon? Thing. That guy? Yeah, that guy. That guy. Uh, he's, I guess we don't talk about him. <laughs> yeah, sorry. So where do you see the future of Pioneer RX going? I'm trying to continue to put pharmacy where it belongs. I think we've been talking about, we've joined with a bigger company, Red Cell Technologies. And we also have in that doing something with pharma. We have a switch. We bought a med billing company. Nice. 
probably the best med billing company in the country really about, yeah. One of your big problems with a lot of med billers, and this is a general problem, medical billing in general. So medical billing is not like regular pharmacy billing where you adjudicate it and you get your answer right away. You send this thing off into the ether and a few months later they tell you what's going to happen and you might get paid or not get paid. Sometimes six months later they tell you, Oh no, uh, this was a problem with this or that. And in the medical world, what that creates is this abuse that you bill a billion, you bill a billion dollars for a billion things, hoping that you'll get paid some for some and you just yep. move on mm -hmm. in, in the pharmacy world. A lot of what we're doing is product and that can't happen to us. Mm -hmm. And so what this company was really good at Transactor X is really good at analyzing and doing a real-time eligibility check and doing some things like that to make nice. sure that you learn as quickly as possible if there's a problem and so you can correct it and get paid. And wow. they have near 100% reimbursement rates. That's so amazing technology. Because of that, we've been thinking about the company vision. What's mm -hmm. a vision? Pioneer it, save and revitalize independent pharmacy, right? Because if independent pharmacy is not successful, we think that's harmful for our country. I agree. And, but as a look, what's the bigger, what's the how? Yes, the, that's the what. But how are you going to do that? And we've come up with empower pharmacy, transform care, right? So we're going to give giving pharmacies the power to transform the care that they provide in their communities. And whether that's through some efficiencies that enable them, the air in their pharmacy to start to do a program, right? Mm -hmm. If you don't have a goal and you're not doing some new program today, you're behind you're out of business. Yeah. You're right? behind it. Yeah. It's continually had to be, what am I doing next? What's the program I'm working on? I got to get this program built. I got to, how I'm going to incentivize my staff to promote mm -hmm. this program. How, I gonna, how am I going to make them part of what's going on? I talked to a, a lady last week that hasn't come out yet, but talking about she's, she's doing thank you cards in the pharmacy. Everybody has oh, to nice. do a one thank you card per shift. Hand nice. thank you. <laughs> but they're measuring it. They're writing in a log. They're incentivized. Everybody who does one per shift, they get an extra hundred bucks or something a week. And so how are you incentivizing your staff and what are your programs? You got to be building programs. Right. And you can't do that if all you can think about is lather, rinse, repeat, lather, yeah. rinse, repeat. Yeah. Uh, and I unfortunately, was, uh, a lot of people get stuck in that mindset and like, it, it's easy to do, right? It, it is easy. And you look at, I was walking on, feel sorry for me. I was walking on the beach in Clearwater, oh. there for a NCPA multi. Mm-hmm. And as I walk, just an exercise, I'd walk half an hour up and half an hour back the beach. But really noting in that time, a lot of things that I had struggled to solve that I solved. And what's interesting in a progression, you have people who are paid for their labor, right? Mm -hmm. Pharmacy tech, I need you to produce, I need you to data enter 300 scripts a day, mm -hmm. labor. Mm -hmm. But at some piece up the time, somebody's being paid for their intellect and the owner, really there's a piece of what they're getting paid for is their intellect. You got to run a business. You got to right. run a good business. You can't just hang a sign anymore. Mm -hmm. And that creative process requires stillness. Mm. It requires a time when I'm not checking off boxes because when I'm checking off boxes, I can't think yep. Yep. about how I'm, I don't have the creative process. Mm -hmm. And really that had me thinking both, both in my organization and in pharmacy, what, how can we help them with that creative process? How do you get the stillness? They got to be able to disconnect.
-hmm. And however that is, they disconnect. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And as owners, you got to find a way to find that stillness yep. where you can create and figure out what the next problem is, where you can get out of the pharmacy. Mm -hmm. If you're not connected, you can't be a community pharmacy if you're not connected to the community. I absolutely agree with that. If you don't 100%. know your local public health, if you don't know some of your doctors by first name, mm -hmm. you haven't visited the high schools, your, your long-term, if you're not out there visiting or, or paying somebody, maybe you don't have a, yeah. you hear some guy the other day said he had a face for radio. So maybe <laughs> that's terrible. <laughs> maybe you pay somebody to do that. But, yeah. and, and so you'll continue to see pioneer try to have ideas, mm -hmm. try to create that creativity to bring programs to the pharmacy, but also to create that air in order to, to do that. Yeah. So in those things you do with MedSync and have things really work out and then be able to operationalize things so mm -hmm. that you don't have to stand over them. You do that with care goals and care actions and things like that. One, I, I spoke at an event in February at Diversify RX. I was actually speaking about podcasting and cheap marketing. And one of my things was community outreach. A common theme, I met some really cool people there, like some owners that have been around for, that have been doing it much longer than I have and run multiple successful businesses. And one thing that stood out to me from there was that they were working on their business, not in their business. Yep. And that's what I'm stuck in right now, personally, like in our, within our pharmacies, I'm trying to build it to a level that I can pull myself out, which has already started, by the way. I hired a great pharmacist. Yeah, she's uh, she's starting to take shifts away from me. So I'm able to do things like this on a Wednesday where I can help promote our profession. And you mentioned one thing that I, I really want people to think is that when you are a community pharmacy, a community pharmacist, the future generation of students, of parents is the easiest connection that you can make. For example, here in Frisco, we have we have one of the biggest school districts in Texas and one of the one of the top ones in the country. And I made a point to make sure that I went to PTA meetings and just gave them free information about how to check for uh, signs of addiction yes. to opioids. Um, something's just simple, just like that. And the yep. teachers ate it up and invited me to be on there. They have a every quarter they have a huge meeting at the high school where small businesses can come and have a free booth and people can come see you. You'll see a thousand patients a day there. And this is all free. This is something mm -hmm. that any pharmacy, any business owner can do themselves. And it's important that it, specifically here, when you have a small business is that you are connecting with the, with the community. And that's why I fell in love with the city. I've been here for 10 years now and I'm not going to move ever. Like I love it here. And I, I have made a connection with the mayor. The mayor has bought my family dinner and we, that's, it's those connections that are just as important. And if we, if there are more ways to make it easier for me to pull myself out operationally, then Jeff, I'm all in. Just yeah. And that's, I met a guy and lots of people have done this, but he stands out in my mind, a guy named Eric Larson, and he bought a pharmacy and when mm -hmm. he bought it, he made sure he borrowed enough money so that the first six months in, he didn't have to be strapped behind the counter. And a lot of people say when they're going to go to buy a pharmacy or they're going to open a pharmacy, they try to be like, I want to be able to put it on my credit card. They try to just minimize it. And I'm going to, I'm going to be the labor at first. And I'm going to do, I'm going to work I hard. I did all that. And, stuff did all like that. That. and what happens is sometimes it's a trap you can never get out of, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. You've got to, you're the face, you're the community pharmacist, you're the owner, you're the buy local, you're mm -hmm. buy local, yeah. right? You got to be able to get out. And things keep getting harder. So if mm -hmm. you're in that trap, today's the day to get out of the trap mm -hmm. because a year from now, it's going to be harder to get out of that trap. Absolutely. You got 100%. it. And I commend you for obviously you're investing, right? Mm -hmm. You hired a pharmacist. You said, I'm going to get out there. I'm going to start growing a business. 
I'm going to figure out. And pharmacy is resilient during, during hard times. They've switched. They opened soda fountains and they, they figured out a way to sell alcohol anyway. Did you hear there's a pharmacy in Denton that is a pharmacy and a gun store? Nice. So they, the people come in, buy a gun, they get, they register it. They turn around and get registered at the pharmacy as well as patients too. I was like, drugs and guns? That's, tech, that's drugs and guns. Oh, that's, that's Texas, crazy. man. That's, that's, that's all Texas. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sorry, yeah. So, great idea. What, where do you see the future of pharmacy going? So hopefully the future of pharmacy is clinical. Hopefully we see this diminish a GPs. Hopefully you, hopefully, hopefully. Hopefully you see a continuation of state after state, adding more prescriptive authority to pharmacists. Mm -hmm. You have something that's not quite ready to be an OTC, mm -hmm. really silly for you to go to the doctor for it. You know, this is reasonably safe with a little bit of supervision. That's what they're doing with birth control now, right? Yeah. Every one of those should be prescribed by a pharmacist. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I should, I should never go again to a doctor when I, for the flu. Yeah, that's exactly right. It's crazy. Point of care or, testing and then treating would be or a sinus infection. Yeah, or this a waste, mm -hmm. right? These medications are safe. Mm -hmm. uh, you even look at early di diabetes and metformin. Metformin is super safe. Mm -hmm. Somebody in a pre-diabetes situation, they really go to the doctor. You got a protocol for that. You got a a lot of things. So you're hoping that's a future where pharmacy has a role. It, and it's interesting as you see some of the big guys like like cvs we're pro that and now they decided to go a different way right we're going to mm -hmm. put a nurse practitioner we're going to put these physician officers so now they're oh no you a pharmacist shouldn't be doing that they're too busy to do that because <laughs> yeah. they're trying to drive pharmacists down to to robots i will never speak ill of cvs go ahead okay we'll never speak ill of cvs <laughs> but big yeah. box people <laughs> several of them have chosen that we're going to put a physician's office in our like the minute clinic kind of thing, right? Uh, yeah, the yeah. minute clinic or something like that. And that pharmacists don't have time because they're trying to drive down pharmacy salaries, pharmacist salaries and drive down. Yeah, these big boxes, man, are like I saw, I'm still connected with my old school in VCU and they're hiring pharmacists for a lot cheaper than what they hired me when they first started on there, man. It's, it must yep. be tough out there for some of these new grads. And that's their goal. And, yeah. and so much you look at it and... I don't know. The whole COVID thing has really soured me on the healthcare profession as far as mm -hmm. doctors are going, because you mm -hmm. said how oh, there's as many crazy people there as there are in the regular world. Yes. And and the real doctors don't get a lot of training on medications and how they work and what they are. Their medic their training comes from the drug rep that comes by to visit them. Mm -hmm. The person mm -hmm. with that real training is the pharmacist. Right. And so those are things we want to enable and power mm -hmm. and keep going. But a lot of what keeps a small business in business is learning their community, right? Mm -hmm. I'm going to do drugs and guns. I'm going to do drugs and a gift shop because there's not another gift shop in town, or I'm yeah. going to do, I'm going to have a weight loss program. Yep. Yep. If I think uh, Weight Watchers is getting into the uh, Wagovia gang, they are. You know, so they they're are. having, you know, why looked at Weight Watchers a long time ago, right? They have meetings of groups that come together and they talk and they weigh in and they create a support structure and then they create a formula. Why can't mm -hmm. pharmacists do that? I don't know. That's you a very good a, point. You could yeah. have a, a weight loss program in your pharmacy with a monthly fee that pays so much a month, you get support. We train you on this and this include, and there's a telehealth visit to a physician and we use whether that be metformin or whether some of the off-label uses there. But there's a lot of membership opportunities for pharmacy. Yeah. Amazon doing the $5 a month deal for the little 30 cent drugs. Yeah. Independent pharmacy could have a 
40 or $50 a month and includes services and things like that and sell that to local employers. Hey, Mr. That's employer really good idea. Four, who has four employees, you can't afford to provide health care. But you could pay for this membership at our local pharmacy. It's fifty dollars a month. It includes these services and this discount. This list of drugs is free, and um, they'll get an actual discount card, like a card with a bid number and everything that yeah. that'll help. To, yeah, we did that to a couple of our smaller businesses around us, where they have a special discount card that's just for them. So it looks like they're getting discounted drug rates. Yeah, man, it's these are all like really good ideas, and I think with pharmacists being able to just take those ideas and running with it is important, and that's some, that's something I want to see more of, and. Like with you guys being able to free more up time, more time for patients, for pharmacists, excuse me. I think that's a huge help, man. And it's talking to each other. One of the things we facilitate is an annual show of our members called Catalyst Connect, mm -hmm. but they got to get out. They got to be a diversifier. X is a good one. NCPA is a good one. And as much for the connections that you're making with other pharmacists and finding out what works for them, what doesn't work and translating that to local community. Mm -hmm. Can we plug your podcast with Pioneer? Sure. Pioneer, it's called Catalyst, right? Yeah. So we have a couple under, we have, a, we have a Beyond the Scripts podcast, which is Will Tough, which is more around, more technical. Mm -hmm. It's more, hey, here's an idea for this program. Here's an idea for this program. Some of it's more Pioneer specific, but they always try to give an angle where you wouldn't necessarily have to have Pioneer. The, uh, the podcast that I'm the host of, me and Marsha Bibbins, is called the Catalyst Pharmacy Podcast. And it's really not designed to be product specific. We hardly ever talk about Pioneer X and, and really it's the goal is to find people who are doing things in the pharmacy world and try to get people to like them awesome. and emulate them or follow them nice. and that kind of thing. So it's more of entertainment. Yeah. We started it because of during COVID. Mm -hmm. So I get out probably 30% of the time, whether it's trade shows or visiting pharmacies, that's where I get inspiration. That's where I nice. get energy. Yeah. And during COVID, all that inspiration, all that energy down the tube. And so we envision, hey, let's do a podcast. We'll invite people and we'll spend an hour talking to them like we would at a trade show. Mm -hmm. And we'll use that for energy and be popped up, popped, pumped up. And if I brought up byproduct that some other people get to see it and get to fill out of COVID and connect it with something bigger, then that's a bonus. That's awesome. That's fantastic. Right? Yeah. And uh, stuck. We have a lot of fun. We That's have awesome. A lot of people come up to us at trade shows now and, hey, we love the podcast. It's what I do running to work on Wednesday morning or not running to work, but running before I go to work. Yep. I guess and, you could run to work if you're close you enough. You could run to work. Yeah, you could run to work. <laughs> yeah. Maybe had a shower there. <laughs> maybe you're in better shape than me. Same. Yeah. But it's fun. It's and awesome. even there, even like we have a vendor on there who has a product, we'll tell them, Let's spend, we're gonna spend, we'll talk about the product some, but let's spend 45 minutes talking about you. Mm. If people like you and hear about your product, then they'll want to learn more. People buy from people they like. I agree. 100%. But I think it's been a big success and we got a good staff here. Helps make that possible. That's fantastic. Yeah. You're uh, everyone that I've spoke to over Pioneer RX have been really nice, man. They're very professional and a shout out to Madison for having to work things around with me a couple of times. That was really helpful. Jeff Geek, in closing, man, anything else you want my our wonderful listeners to know about about Pioneer? No, not really. I'd encourage them to check out the podcast. Yeah. I think that'd be fun. I encourage them to get out. If they don't go to some show on an annual basis, they got to get out. Get, get out of the pharmacy. Get, get out, of, out the of the pharmacy. Yeah, get out work of the pharmacy. on your pharmacy, not in your pharmacy, right? Get out of the pharmacy. I right. Are you subliminally telling me something too, man? 
First no. syllable pioneer. Then hey, look at this. Uh, podcast is definitely out of the. Yeah, I'm trying, man. Box, I'm trying. Yeah, right? I'm trying. We, uh, the PTA. That's a great idea. Yeah, talking cool. about how to recognize opioids. I hope people listen to that, hear that, and think and do that in their own local communities. It's such a. We've talked about the drug epidemic for a long time, and opioids are still around, causing issues. And yeah. we're the experts of drugs, and we have to put our faces on as being the experts of them. Yeah. Um, what a neat idea. That was worth my time today. I think that's a cool perfect, idea. Man. I'm glad I could help. Jeff Key, Pioneer RX. Can they find you on social media, Jeff? Sure. I'm on LinkedIn, on Facebook, mostly LinkedIn. Right I would there. say where I would post on LinkedIn. Yeah. yeah, my my Facebook is usually just pictures of selfies. Of yeah, I'm more a Facebook lawyer. I'm not yeah. really a poster okay. on Facebook. Yeah, LinkedIn's cool because you get to meet some a lot of different types of people out there, man. I met one time. LinkedIn is more Facebook for business. Yeah, more people talking about business stuff. That's true. Less Jeff politics, Key. less yeah. cats. Please. More cats, right? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Jeff Key, Pine X, man. I appreciate your time, bud. All right. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the podcast, consider giving us a five-star review anywhere that you get your episodes. Follow us at Sports Pharmacy Pod, as well as me, your host, at Dr. Mixalot. Join our Discord server for more interactions with me and fellow listeners. As always, stay well, stay hydrated, and I will catch you next time. Thank you.